This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. That's Logan Paulson. And Logan, we've got 23 minutes. We haven't talked about the quarterbacks, uh, which is pretty amazing. I feel like it's good for us. You know what I mean? It's yeah. A, I mean, like, it's good for us mentally, but also it's the right analysis of the game. Um, <laughs> the, the quarterback impact was not as significant as, say, the play calling or how they executed in the running game, uh, I think. With that said, we came out of Saturday kind of thinking Taylor Heineke had a really good first half, and then he, you know, things went sideways in the second. I'm not so sure after watching it back that that was the case. He was really good on that, the the touchdown drive. I think he was pretty good on the um, the drive where they stall out in the red zone on the four straight runs. Um, obviously, has that really tremendous play to Jahan. Oh, um, my gosh. That might be the that, play of the year. That was amazing. Yeah, that was incredible. And it's one of those, you know, the the other the play and negative that I'm about to talk about um, is one where you go, that's Carson makes that play um, on the first third down of the game. But the the roll out, like, let me throw on the run, escape the rush at full speed and fling the ball to Jahan at the five-yard line. That's a play Carson does not make. Uh, that that's a sack incredible. of points. That was, that was insanely good from like he Heineke. Comes off, he comes off the ball fake and he, like, And locks, there's no time. And he, like, locks eyes with Nick Bosa. And then you can tell he sees Nick, Nick Bosa there. He boots out. He beats the safety who's coming on a blitz. They're both in, like, full speed pursuit. If he slows down even a second, it's. I mean, it was an incredible. I mean, it just that that mechanic by itself. The fact he didn't take a sack there, incredible. incredible. The fact he gets the perimeter, incredible. So you know that would have been like, wow, that's really cool. And for him yeah. to complete that ball, if he throws that ball away, it's an A plus play. Yeah. And Instead, like, oh, he, he finds Jahan at the five yard line. Unfortunately, they don't punch it in. We'll get there. Um, but yeah. like the first third down of the game, they have a shot dialed up, and it's there. Um, if, if Carson's in the game, that ball comes out on time, goes 60 yards in the air. Jahan's got his guy beat coming back across the field. Instead, Taylor kind of throws behind him a little bit. Jahan damn near makes an adjustment and, and he should have frankly caught it anyway. Um, and it should have been a touchdown that way, but there are multiple plays. I think in that first half where you just go, man, that could have been a little bit better. Or he gets away with one, you know, there's the third and six on the touchdown drive that's behind Jahan that. Uh, Jahan somehow yes, bobbles off of the, yes. the Niners guy helmet, uh, Niners guy's helmet, uh, and catches one of my favorite calls of the season. By the way, Kevin Harlan on the telecast hits you with the Dotson caught the ball, <laughs> which is just a plus stuff. Um, but he got away with some stuff. Um, and, and that first half, I don't think was nearly as clean or good um, from a process standpoint as, and even by the way, the touchdown. Uh, well, that was in the second half. Touchdown to Jahan in the second half. Or touchdown to Terry, I beg your pardon, in the second half. Yeah. Is one where Jahan's wide open. Uh, yeah, in the rhythm and timing crazy. of the play. And Taylor winds up scoring anyway. But 
Um, you know, I, I just don't think Heineke, I mean, we knew we didn't have a great day in the second half. I actually don't even think the first half was as good as we initially thought, uh, but what did you make of it? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it was like a perfect thing. So on the first play of the game, I think he's trying to get the ball to Terry. You know, you, you mentioned this on the, on the, uh, with a post game pod or whatever we're calling that, um, that like, did they take Terry away? And I think on that play, um, they definitely, they didn't roll coverage, but Taylor looks uh, to Terry to throw the football. And the safety just matches his eyes. So it ends up almost being like a bracket over Terry. And he gets that post super late. So it's almost like Jahan wasn't expecting him to throw the football. Yeah, Jahan had like slowed down and stopped. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, Taylor was a very late in the the play. And obviously, like, if he wants to get the ball to Terry there, he needs to be a little bit better with his eyes in terms of holding the safety in the middle of the field. Um, I actually think he did some really good stuff on third down, you know, like yeah. the next no, third down was hundred percent was poor. Like that's the one where he rolls to his right and throws the ball up and it's almost intercepted by the safety. Remember that? That was kind of a yep. crazy, whatever. Um, and then there's the next third down where he completes the ball to Terry on a third and 13 and they did a decent job. You know, there's a third and 10 where he makes the completion. That's the next third down in the series. Like he did that sequence was pretty darn good, you know, for him to kind of, um, for him to kind of make those plays, then the next, uh, the next second and eight, or the next kind of big play in that drive was the the boot that we just talked about and the completion to uh, to uh, Jahan, right? So that's that's that drive, which is maybe the drive you're referring to, which is like 18 plays. Um, you, you know, he makes three just amazing third down conversions, and then that obviously the second and eight. So that that drive was pretty good, and I also think it's important to kind of note that when you're in third and 13 a lot those are low percentage opportunities for the quarterback and the fact that he was able to capitalize on those i think was pretty for sure like a, a testament to him and then he comes out in the start of the second half that's when they kind of started doing all that um you know the play action pass they get the ball to terry so i think overall you know outside of a couple plays here and there i think he in the first half i think was pretty solid was it the best quarterback performance of all time no but it was probably the best one he's had I don't want to speak out of turn, you know, but one of the better performances he's had this year. And then that- see, I I just didn't feel like after watching it back, like I felt like it was okay. Like yeah. it wasn't bad. Like, I'm not trying to tell you that it was bad or awful. Right. And mm-hmm. obviously that 17 play drive, like he's got a bunch of stuff there. That's, that's really good. And including that one play, that's extremely special. But I feel like a lot of people came out of that half thinking like, Oh, that's the best half. He's first half he's had in a long time. Like, wow, he played really awesome. It's a shame that they, and it is a shame they didn't have more points. Um, you know, we can talk about some of the the details of the play calling and all that kind of stuff as we go, but um, and down at the goal line, et cetera. But like, there's definitely some. I mean, and also look, you know, the, this goes back to the play calling. Was he ultimately set up to succeed in a way that he could have? He could have stolen a lot of yards on on some play action if they would have called it anywhere in the first 27 plays. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's things there that contribute to this, but just from a process standpoint. I actually don't think it was quite as clean as we all thought it was watching it live. And I think that's, uh, and the reason I mentioned that is I think that's going to contribute to them benching him. Like, I think part of that is, is, is it's easier for Ron and Scott to go back and be like, yeah, we feel like Carson could have done all that stuff too. And probably some more because even on plays that he ultimately gets the result on the, the, third down to Jahan where it bobbles off and Jahan somehow catches it. The the um, touchdown to Terry in the second half, 
like process wise, those are those are not good. Um, or execution wise, those are not good. Uh, in the case of that third down throw, where it's it's an easy throw on a slant that's really behind Dotson. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of stuff, I think, makes it easier for them to go and be like, "Look, man, like we can't live like this. We're going to go back to Carson." Yeah, and I don't disagree with that assessment in any way. I, I mean, I think I would say, just kind of call attention to some other good stuff that he did to kind yeah. of just flesh out the analysis. He did have yeah. that third and. It was a third and 14 to Curtis where Curtis runs like a little, uh, you know, 14 or 15 yard option route makes a nice throw there under pressure. Yeah. Obviously the touchdown for him to manip- manipulate the defense kind of with his eyes. That was good. The third and 13 to Terry is really nice. Yeah. Like he did some, he did some good stuff. And, and so I think that, I think maybe the point of the point of bringing all this stuff up is to say that even though this was, this was probably the best performance he's had in a while to your point, it's still not, it's still not starting caliber quarterback good. Right. That's you really know? that's really well put. And and so I think that that's that's where it is. It's like he played really well in the first half. He he did what you wanted him to do. He made some plays. He did the Taylor Heineke thing. You still see some of the warts there. And I think even with that, you say, man, we can be better than this. We there's there's because, and this isn't his fault. But on the next, I think it was the it was in the red zone. Jahan runs a beautiful like post corner and is like makes the DB fall down and the ball's a little bit late. They end up taking a sack there, right? They're able to overcome it in the drive, but like that type of stuff, if, if you know, and you don't know, you don't know if Carson makes that throw because Carson early in the season under pressure wasn't great. But I think you say, man, you know, even the, the touch, the, the ball to Terry, the deep ball to Terry, um, you know, I was talking to Fred Smoot about that. Uh, it, it's a catch, but Carson puts that out there and maybe you, just walk in for a touchdown as opposed to Terry having to make this crazy acrobatic catch. There's the double move to Jahan, which Wes Schweitzer gets the holding penalty on. That, man, that was little, killer. That ball's a little bit underthrown, yeah. you know, and you say to yourself, man, like if Carson's out there, that's a touchdown walking off the field. So if you're Ron and you're Scott, I think you look at it and you say like Taylor did a good job. And, and we're just talking about the first half. We haven't even talked about the turnovers yet. Right. right, and so I think all of that in aggregate makes it easy to be like, I, I want to move on to Carson, but it's also it's it's Carson adds value from a physical tool standpoint. But you paid Carson, you gave up draft picks, you still don't have a quarterback for next year. You need to know where he is at. This is the perfect opportunity to do it. Um, you know, are you into the playoffs? Maybe yes, maybe no. But you're going up against a, a kind of a poor defense in the Cleveland Browns. This seems like the right opportunity to kind of get him in the starting lineup and see if he can make some plays for you. So as as well as I thought Taylor did, it still it still wasn't good enough. Now you can talk about is the offense supporting him? Are these throws and plays that you know emphasize what the offensive line's doing? I don't know. And I, I probably don't think so. I don't think so. But in terms of this offense with the person at the helm, it's probably Carson that gives you a better opportunity. So with that, what did you see from Wentz in that second half? You know, I, I liked how Wentz was under pressure. Obviously, they're in like a two-minute situation, essentially. And so it's going to look and feel a little bit easier for him. Right. As you're getting simpler coverage structures, you're getting softer coverage, you're getting a little bit of less, less aggressive defensive front. But I really, you know, a lot of people probably don't like this. I like the little flick. I like how he's going down. He just flicks the ball to the back. I like that he's getting the ball out of his hands. I love the touchdown to Curtis. I love it. That's a ridiculous throw. They're in man coverage. They're bringing pressure. Excellent throw. Very good base. Not unsettled. Delivers the ball where it's supposed to be. You know, so in 
given the context of what he was doing, given the two-minute situation, all these different things, I really liked what he did. But I, you have to kind of always put that modifier on. It's like the asterisk in baseball. You know, like it's 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 not the same as what Taylor was dealing with early in the game. It's a little bit different. So he should look better, and he did look better, and he looked great. So if I'm Ron, if I'm Scott, if I'm the team, I say that's probably – and that – because I think they want to make the switch anyway. So it's just like – we saw enough from Carson. Taylor was Taylor, and he did some good things, but he also did some bad things. Let's let's make the switch. Yeah, um, that makes sense. All right, anything else from the offense? Play. Uh, and actually, let's do this because uh, the other big thing is red zone. Oh, okay. Um, let's let's knock out some red zone thoughts real quick, and then we'll hit the defense because they sh- deserve to be talked about on a forty-five to hour-long podcast as well. And here we are, still talking about the offense, thirty-five minutes in. Um, what did you make of the red zone play calling? You know, it's easy for all of us to get on Twitter and uh, and just be like, hey, they should run the ball four straight times. Well, they did. Right. Um, I don't know that I love those four specific runs, mm-hmm. um, but what did you make of the red zone uh, stuff with them where they, they get stuffed, obviously, on the one. They do have the nice touchdown to Jahan on another. And then touchdown Wentz, to Terry. Uh, they all have the touchdown to, to Jahan on on the early first yes. uh, and then the first half to and then the touchdown to Terry uh, later and in the game. So they were pretty, I mean, pretty efficient in the red zone, I guess, in a weird way for them. Um, like, what's the percentage? I think they're like seventy five percent, which is would lead the league if that's true. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, yeah, I guess so, that, the the one to, to Samuel from Wentz was technically red zone. It was right on the twenty. So right. I guess they go three from. They scored three touchdowns in this game. Didn't yeah. feel like it, but I guess they yeah. did. Right. So three touchdowns and oh, wow, all of a sudden red zone looks a little bit better, but we're not talking about it because uh, it's gross. Um, Yeah. So the 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 fourth down situation, I think I said this on the post game. I would like to see one play action pass, one something that's not bang, 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 four times right down the middle of the defense. I just would like to see that. And you so when you go back and this is the thing, because I coach high school offensive line and I have to always check myself. Because when I watch a play, when you watch the first play, you say, oh, this should be – the first play was was bad. The second play was really good. That's where B-Rob almost gets in. The third play is very close to being a touchdown. I think someone slips and misses their block, right? And you say to yourself, as an O-line coach, oh, if this guy just gets his hat placement, that's a touchdown. So let's call it again. And I'm sure Matt Scow probably – you know, he's way more experienced than I ever will be. But he he probably is like, yeah, do it again. We just slipped. And then Cole, then Trey Turner slips on the goal line and gives up a pressure and you can't get in. So <clears throat> I think the, the thing about running the football in, in the in the in the in the goal line areas that everybody knows, right? They've got everybody down there, everybody's leaning that way. Just do you have to cast a little bit of doubt. And if you've got four downs, one of them should be a play action pass, especially the one where you're on like the one inch line, right? Get in a heavy formation. Make them think we're running downhill. I'm see. That's the other thing. I'm not sure they have that in their offense. I'm not sure they have that type of goal line thing in their offense. You mean the uh, same basic goal line play that everyone's been running for 30 years in the NFL, where you what? fake a halfback dive and then the tight end sleek, leaks out? And how many touchdowns did you score on that in your career? Yeah, probably most of them. But um, I, so what I'll say about that is a lot of teams are dropping that traditional goal line stuff, and you say, well, why would you do that? Um, one of the reasons is because you have to allocate approximately 10 reps a week to goal line, a situation that you may not be in once the entire year. So the philosophy, the prevailing philosophy has now become, instead of let, instead of allocating 
because what is that? What's 10 times uh, 18 weeks? That's 180 plays that we could be using to allocate to something else. And that might not seem significant, but in a week of practice, it becomes a big deal because you have right. to allocate that and meeting time. So they say, why don't we just run our base runs at the goal line? And a lot of teams have had a lot of success with that. If you look at this team early in the year against the Bears, for example, they score a touchdown off of kind of their normal run. Yeah. I mean, I had this conversation with Doc last week um, on their show, and he's like, why don't you just go goal line? I'm like, because if you can win five matchups instead of having to win eight, why yeah. wouldn't you? Like, if you yeah. can split the receivers out and take receivers and DBs out of it, that's less matchups you have to win at the point of attack. So right. I, I get that too. Um, but there's also play action stuff you can run off of that. Yeah, right. So so I think that, that again, that's kind of my thought there is yeah. you might not have that in the bag, but you should have something, a short yard is passed that you like, even a roll pass, whatever it is, something just to kind of say what is happening to the defense. Just a little bit of doubt, a little bit of uncertainty. And that, that goes a long way, even on the next play, right? Because they say, all right, they just ran a pass. Are they going to pass again? And they start having those, internal dialogues with themselves so for me obviously I, I don't think they have traditional goal line personnel but i would also like to see them just get the running back in the dot so like getting pistol they have pistol get their running back right behind the quarterback and just let them run downhill right. or even run that stinking short yardage play that they always run right where they've got the half they've got b rob in the fullback position and then uh gibson deep they're good at that just let him get right in behind that double team, a little bit of misdirection. Oh, is this back out of the ball? Fake the pitch, hand the ball off to B-Rob and let him cram it in there for two yards. They yeah. like that run in short yardage. It's surprising to me we didn't see it because they that anytime there's a short yardage situation, that's on deck for them. So a little right. surprised we didn't see that. And again, it just it felt like they were just they kind of came with something like, oh, let's just run this. And they didn't really think it through and there wasn't a lot of creativity. Because again, in those situations where you got to have a yard. That moment of hesitation is super important. So that's what I would say. Was there anything that made you question what they were going to do? No, on any of them. You knew they were running the ball. And yeah. that makes it even harder to run yeah. the ball. On the, I'm trying to remember second or third down. I think it was third down because Robinson had the good carry on second down, which they got yeah, good down carry on second down. Third down, that's like an outside, like they're trying to get the edge there, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I was just trying to think. It's, um, yeah, it's, something like that. It was, I don't know whether it's like it an outside kind of zone. Off, it wasn't or, outside. It was yeah. like off tackle for sure, though. And I think right. I was like, ooh, you know, what's up with that? So that's an interesting, and, and it's the kind of thing where, like, okay, well, if you want to be in the gun for that, I guess I get it because you, it gets you that nice head start laterally um, because you're actually trying to go laterally, but you're one inch away. Why yeah. are you going laterally one inch? Um, the other thing that has and come also up, the fact that Gibson yeah. wasn't in on the, or that Gibson was in on the fourth and one, I think is interesting too. Yeah, I, and by the way, was Gibson... I, this is something that I hope Rivera gets asked today, and apologies that we won't have this in the podcast. I feel like Gibson got hurt in this game, um, or just wasn't right, because they took him out on kickoff later. And I know he didn't have... A, he had a couple of bad returns, but it also just didn't look as explosive as he usually does. I know he's um, been having that foot issue. He's been limited in practice, according to the injury report, every week since right. like week eight or something. Um, so that could have flared up. But also, I think the kickoff thing, I think, might be related to the muff that he had but I don't know. Sure. For sure. Um, sure. And that's, I guess, understandable. So it just didn't seem like he had the burst. Um, right. and you wonder when that came up and obviously in, from an inch away, burst is pretty important. You got to get there now. Um, but Gibson, you know, by the way, there's Fred Warner again, like yep. Gibson sees Warner in the hole and tries to, to launch and Warner's able to, to get there, but they just, they just didn't get the push. They didn't get anything. And, but I would, I would much prefer, uh, 
Robinson in that situation, or frankly, Williams in that situation, who yeah. was probably their best runner on the day. Very small sample size, but was probably their best guy statistically. Uh, also, was. real real quick thing there. This is a little bit kind of behind the veil. Short yardage in an opposing stadium is extremely challenging because you're on the silent count and everyone's going to be a little bit late. And that's another reason I wish they would have passed on one of those downs. Just because you got to give something because like you're going to be late. So usually in short yardage, you have the advantage of have owning the snap count. You know when the snap count's coming, you can go on two, you can go on a cadence and a half, or whatever whatever you want to do. Um, in an opposing stadium, like you can see everyone's like looking at the ball. It just makes you a little bit delayed. It gives the defense a, a little bit of an advantage, and that's another reason I'd say, hey, let's throw something in there to give that offensive line any kind of edge we can. That's super interesting. That's analysis you're not getting anywhere else. That's why you listen to Take Command, uh, which, is, which is this here podcast. <laughs>